Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Now you're listening to wrestling news that matters from people you want to hear it from. Deep from within the confines of the internet. Covering WWE like no one else and covering TNA because no one else will. You are listening to the best in the world, Ring Rust Radio! on radio show on Spreaker on the internet in the whole goddamn universe, folks. Woo-hoo-hoo. I'm Donald Wood. I'm back. I'm feeling better than ever. Yeah. The Eagles are one and I don't think you Let are. Let me, Philadelphia Eagles are one and all. I'm feeling good. Let me hear how your teams did, boys. Come on. Ooh. Is that touchy this morning? <laughs> I'd rather be heartbroken in the first five minutes than at the end. Well, I mean, that, listen, while that's obviously a shot at Mike Yorio's Buffalo Bills for taking that Yeah, it's not really nice, time, but okay. I will say this. I'd rather have a team that's still going to make the playoffs than one that isn't going to. Well, they both have the same amount of chances. I mean, that's, that's not, not, really that's not true at all. At all. <laughs> but with that said, I love the infighting between the two of you because I can't relate over here in victory lane. And fucking, <laughs> fucking Phelan Hurts tried his best to blow that game. You got you lucked yeah. out. The guy couldn't like the drag, ball his over again. <laughs> drag his toe. <laughs> You guys are so jealous. One and O feels nice, so so nice. Brandon Gavin, it we does. One O does feel nice going up against you in fantasy. Oh yeah, I'm one and O. How's anybody else doing? <laughs> <laughs> Not great. Um, a lot of season-ending injuries. My my season ended quicker than have, Aaron Rodgers. I had no. Dobbins. I had J.K. No, no. In the other league, I had J.K. Listen. This is truth, truthfulness right here. Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, Jonathan Taylor, Aaron Rodgers, and J.K. Dobbins. <laughs> that's true. That's well, all real. A lot I of was, those are self-inflicted yeah. that you drafted while they were already injured. That's not true. Jonathan Taylor. That is true. Uh-uh. Well, who was injured? 
Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor? Yeah, that's it. That's the only one on all the names. And I you mean. know Dobbins is always hurt. Don't you, but yeah. this year was supposed to be different. What are you talking about? He just came back from us. I know, and this year was going to be different. No, that's stupid. <laughs> I, I Listen, I know now. I know now. I know now. Um, But, yeah, it's fine. NFL's I just want, back. I just wanted to be known that I sadness. beat you in fantasy, and I had Dak at QB and T. Higgins, the wide receiver. Uh, I want to know that I lost, but it's only because many of my top players didn't score points <laughs> or, got <laughs> in, or, or got injured. So, further, if we're putting shit on the record here. Um, I will say this. Last week, we're excited for Mike's birthday. We were excited for the <laughs> NFL season. This week, I'm right back to remembering the di- – it's like when you go drinking and you're like, I'm having a great time, I'm eating hot wings, I'm feeling fucking – I'm feeling over the moon. Next day, my 35-year-old body is like, why do I feel like I want to die inside? Pray- I'm legit so mad this week compared to last week. <laughs> <laughs> For so many reasons. Oh, How was the game that you went to on your birthday? It was excellent. I got all kinds of – well, not free beer, but including the ticket beer. That's great. Ticket beer. Yeah. That's hey, a, I already paid for it, so it was free. Yeah, there baby. Hell yeah. That's why I pay for my vacations way ahead of With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Because they feel free by the time I get there. This <laughs> is free money, baby. Uh, yeah, I don't care. BJ, we have a schedule. For those who want to hear more of our fantasy football teams, you can go hear our draft for free on patreon.com slash ringrustradio tonight. Along. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, the rosters are on the page, at least, for you to look at. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tonight on our show, we're going to review WWE and AEW in one section. We're going to try something a little different. Then yeah. we have Dirt Sheet Busters, and Mike Carr brings us all the lies and rumors go around pro wrestling, tells you why they're stupid. We might have a ring rust retro. I never believe that here. Uh, we have the WWE fantasy scoring updates, fan emails, and so much more. We have emails this week, not email. Multiple, Multiple. emails. Three. We, we called up. We called upon them, and Dude, the people listen. You have a great email in your section. Yeah, I can't read. Um, <laughs> I gotta say something real quick about emails because sometimes if we get an email from somebody who we haven't got one from from a while, which is the case this week, we'll talk about later. I'll go back in my old like my archives, and be like, what was my nickname for this person? 
just in case. Oh, you don't remember consistency. You don't remember them? If it's from a long time ago. You don't have a photographic memory about the obscure nicknames you give random people? About a lot of things I do, not about this. Okay. Um, but, but, so I go back. We used to have fucking nine emails we would read yeah. other stuff. People don't like us anymore. I wonder why, Donnie. I'm not even saying I want people to I was going to say, I, do you want that back? Because I certainly do that. not. We had seven-hour episodes. I remember the one week we had a six, or it was over seven hours, right? Over seven, hold on, guys, listen, it was over seven hours long, okay? Oh, and I remember someone being like, I missed those episodes, and I was like, fuck <laughs> you, fuck you. Two hours is longer than most podcasts. Yeah, it's longer than it should be, honestly. Yeah. Mike Chiari? Uh, do you like it long? <laughs> then you really would have loved us in the past, but you still kind of like us now. Yeah. We got a little bit shorter, but... Some of, us are a lot, some of us are a lot shorter. <laughs> Doing the best we can. Uh, find us anywhere you get your podcast. Internet list on Twitter did. at yeah. Pingress Radio. Yep. If you want to, want to email us, be part of the show, ringrustradio at yahoo.com. Buy our merchandise, prorestandtees.com slash ringrustradio. Speaking along, cut your dick! That's a shirt. Just, just, just yells it. Just yells it. Yep. Uh, support us at patreon.com slash ringrustradio. You can hear ad-free episodes. Sign up for fancy dress in brackets. Please watch wrestling-related movies and pay-per-views and so much more. Guys, we gotta talk to WWE. Let's do it, cause I'm not your monster. WWE, before we get to Nia Jax and the timing of her returning to crush Rhea Ripley at the exact time the Jets returned to crush the hopes of the Buffalo Bills on Monday night, amazing, amazing timing. I mean, I'm a very, I'm very funny. Uh, Just stealing things I said. Nah, nah, uh-huh. nah. But yeah, so, before we talk about everything, <laughs> Judgment Day, the Street Profits. Look at us. Think we got a little battle going on here. What? 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 Uh, also, we're going to talk AEW because Daniel Bryan is like, my name's not Daniel Bryan, first off. But then he's also like, am I going to go away in 2024? <laughs> well, yeah, oh, don't do that. Uh, Jade, Jade Cargill back. Uh, a lot of exciting things to talk about. But, BJ, it's an annual tradition, and you legitimately do a not even tradition. know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, weekly is annual, right? No. What do you call a weekly? Weekly. No. Uh-huh. So I went on the Facebook page, the Facebook fan group page. Yeah. I just see a comment. Vince Russo as Albert Fish will never not be funny. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What does that mean? Oh, did I pretend to be Perhaps. Perhaps. Uh, dig into that, BG. Yeah, let's get let's get <laughs> no, to the bottom of that. For that. And let me spin right off of Albert Fish and Adnan Al Casey. General Adnan <laughs> passed away at the age of eighty four. Brandon Galvin forgets That's the death every single week. Wait, um, say that again. General Adnan Al Casey. Oh, that's right. He died. Yes. R.I.P. R.I.P. Sure, sure. um, show. Show. Very much part of that. Late 80s, early 90s time that I look back on fondly because of gimmicks. Um, and he was part of Sergeant Slaughter being an Iraqi sympathizer time. <laughs> so that's definitely a time in wrestling worth noting. Um, but, you know, big part of AWA, you know, big part of the, the territory times. Um, so very sad. BJ, you know, not stunned you didn't know who he was. So you don't know anybody from 2002. So if he wasn't mm-hmm. in a battle royal at a WrestleMania, you don't know him. So, well, that was the one. Like Battle Royal, it would have been great. Yeah, I mean that would have been the place for him. But even Iron Sheik was in it. Yeah, it's as close as you're going to get. Uh, Mike, I just want to turn to you as our resident historian. Um, your vivid memories of General Adnan Al Casey. <laughs> uh, I actually have very vivid memories of as a kid watching the VHS tapes from like 1990 and 1991, which is when he came into WWF. Um, and it was him and Sergeant Slaughter and Iron Cheek, a.k.a. Colonel Mustafa, being Iraqi sympathizers, loving, just loving them some Saddam Hussein. Um, at the time, like, this was so, I was watching it probably like 95, 96, so I'm not really knowing too much about the Gulf War mm-hmm. and shit like that. But I'm watching this, I'm just like, fucking Hulk Hogan, he's doing it. He's saving the country. He's got the flag. It's awesome. Good shit. Uh, so, as a kid, I loved it. Good, good heels. I'll tell you what. Saying that they love a guy who murdered a bunch of innocent people, that makes you a pretty solid heel. It's um, like, I remember in the back of the day, uh, all the Kozlovs and Kolovs and everybody, you know what I mean? There was like a thousand different yeah. Russian guys. They just took a bunch of guys from Minnesota and said they were Russian. And they just, yeah, anybody who kind of looked Russian, even the slightest mm-hmm. bit, they're like, dude, put this like furry hat on and you're going to be a fucking Russian sympathizer. Uh, but... General Adnan actually was from Iraq. So. And he, he did he go to school with Saddam Hussein? I think he had some level of relationship with them. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm literally uh, looking at the Daily Mail. Uh, w wrestler General Adnan Al Casey went to school with Saddam Hussein in Iraq. Dead at 84. <laughs> so basically, that, that's my primary memories of General Adnan was him being kind of like the lackey for Stern Slaughter and getting his ass beat by by Hulk Hogan, but. Little, I just want to give a little fun fact because you did mention he was in AWA, um, the first ever American wrestling figure line, AWA Remco from uh, it came out just before the WF LJNs. General Adnan, aka Sheik 
Adnan had a, a figure in that, and it's a very rare and difficult to find one. Do you have it? No, I do not. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a sad story for you, Bozo. Not uh, really sad. Yeah. It's expensive, man. Do you want to hear? Do you want to hear? Uh, do you want to hear Sergeant Slaughter's comments about his death? Sorry to hear of the passing of Adnan on Casey. In 1991, W asked me to portray an end Iraqi sympathizer. End Iraqi sympathizer. Adnan being born in Baghdad and an HS friend. Quotations. High school friend. He <laughs> of Saddam Hussein was brought in as my general. Together we became the most evil force in wrestling history. RIP, my friend. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello. It is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Like, <laughs> it's just such a weird... He doesn't know how to... He doesn't know how uh, kayfabe works anymore. He just is like... He's half in and half out. He thinks so. it's all real. Um, but yeah, that's very sad. BJ, and BJ, what, your, your favorite memories? I just echo what Mike said. <laughs> your favorite memory is the one Star that Man. just happened when you learned of mm-hmm. him. I learned that. Like it was action figure. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to find the action figure for Mike. But... Heard the herd is expensive. It's just too rare. It is. Uh, how long until Tom Brady's in Jets camp? Any idea? <laughs> no, brother, game Carson Wentz. Uh, please, please. If Probably. anything, if anything, the city of New York deserves that the most. Honestly. I actually think they're assigned just sign Flacco back because they had him on the show. I oh agree my gosh! I think that's yeah. what they do. Yeah. Peyton Manning out of out of retirement. <laughs> He's done with the Manning cast. There's a general. The there's a chic so add on AWA Remco complete with his accessories for nine hundred dollars on eBay right now. Wow. No thank you. you. No thank you. There you go. Um, also, Matt Riddle has said that he got groped at the at the yeah. airport, which you know, okay, uh, might have. Maybe, maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he was being disruptive because they were called there. The police were called there to to get deal with a disruptive person. That's um, what Ringside News was trying to say. Yeah, I mean, it's just you know, I feel like it's like a tale of two liars who's telling the truth. I don't know. I hope. I hope. Mm. Get all the help you got to get. Anybody who needs help. Uh, also, Vince does not own. We're we're doing a show on the first day. Vince McMahon does not own WWE. He owns a part of it. He is a stockholder, but he does not own the company any longer. No, he has sixteen percent stake. I think it is. Yeah, that's stake in a company that is not owning a company any longer. He does not I'm just own saying. WWE. He's no, a that's minority. That's that's really fucking cool, bud. The McMahons don't own WWE any longer, Jack, and that's a good thing for everybody. I never thought I'd see that day, to be honest. Honestly, I thought he would die, and then who knows what I, happens to him. I figured it would go to Stephanie and Shane. 
Oh, he's Stephanie. Family with the TKO I don't know why. That's fucking yeah. in, just insane to me that it didn't stay in the family. He's if like, I'm Shane and Stephanie, I'm fucking pissed. Vince wanted that money. Yeah, Vince yeah. is like, y'all, no, what happened was, he was like, I will give you the coming. And then, like, Dad, you know, you got to stop fingering all these girls in the 80s. <laughs> and in their land, he's like, I can't. You see this must, mustache HS for fun? Right? So, so, they're like, you're out of here. And he said, fuck you guys. I'm working my way back in to sell the company. And They were exactly too what against did. sexual assault for his liking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly... <laughs> That's probably a conceivable answer, but I mean, I don't know. Who, who am I? But yeah, good for um, good for rich people getting richer, huh? Great. Um, Nia Jax returns on WWE, and listen, I'm not Yo, she fucking takes out Raquel Rodriguez. Rhea Ripley gets the squash and then gets the triple smackdown. I fucking love this woman, dude. People are like, oh, look, everyone's going to get hurt. Like, guess what? Guess what? When you got King Kong Brody on the roster, sometimes people get hurt. Vader hurt people. Nia Jax is girl Vader. Deal with it. I'm fucking excited, dude. And you asked if there's a triple threat fast lane? Yeah, I think so. Could be. And yeah, will she, because will she I mean, join the you don't bloodline? want Nia no. to take the fall, so. No, of course not. But you, you keep Ripley with, Ripley with the championship. You keep, you keep, you keep I, I think the second question poses more interesting, and I think it's definitely what's happening, by the way. Nia of the bloodline. Ooh. <laughs> and I think it makes a lot of sense because we've talked a lot about, okay, like, you know, keep it fresh. they got to add new people and, like, makes all the sense of the world for Nia to be, especially because it seems like they're building, like, this this uh, gang warfare thing on SmackDown with all these stables going up against each other. And you have Judgment Day who's kind of starting to try to stake claim as being the dominant stable in WWE. And they have a dominant woman in that group in Rhea Ripley. Um, so, I mean, Nia, perfect choice to go join the Bloodline because she is part of that family. And to be able to have, you know, the, the, the strength advantage over Rhea Ripley, which almost nobody has in the women's division, that's a great story to tell. And if you're going to have maybe, like, war games or something like that, you can have the women involved as well as the men, which is something that hasn't happened before. That'd be cool as hell. So I think it makes a lot of sense. Like, I understand not a lot of people are, are fans of Nia Jax, like, She's not amazing, but I think we were always more realistic about her than a lot of wrestling fans were, um, like, saying she's terrible. She's not terrible. I mean, she's good. She's, she's a hoss, she's dude. She's she's different from what else you have in the women's division, so you want to have different people. You want to have different types of wrestlers. That's a good thing. Um, so as long as you're not expecting her to go out there and have fucking five-star classics, I, you know, I don't really have a problem with it. So I listened back to the Bray Wyatt song when I did it at the end of the week, show last week because I was feeling sad about him. And I did, uh, it's Creed, it's still with arms wide open, if you remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And I said, he's like, he's got a Ferrari motor and a Big Mac truck, right? Yeah. That's Nia Jax. She's a Big Mac <laughs> truck in that division and she's fucking going to squash people and I fucking love it. She leans into the fact that she knows she's the bigger fucking woman. It's not like, you know, don't call me bigger. She's like, I'm fucking going to crush you. And I love that shit, dude. She did Yokozuna's fucking move, okay? Did the bonsai drop? She, she did the bonsai drop. You, it's, lean into this shit. It's a huge strength. She's a, she's a big personality. If you give her this fucking kind of flex role where she's just there to beat the fuck out of everybody, she does fit what the bloodline is going to do. She and if you want to give the bloodline, if you want to give the bloodline credibility, 
This is how you do it. You add Nia Jax to the <laughs> Not mix. Not a thousand guys. plus day title reign. No, 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 no. I'm over here not giving a fuck, yeah. laddie dee, laddie da, until I see Nia Jax. It's all like, damn, we're going to walk through the door? We're going to knock it down. I'm ready for it. BJ? First off, very surprising. Never thought that we were going to see Nia Jax last night. So that just came out of nowhere. Vince um, is like, I'm going out with one yeah, last with fucking my... shot. I assume guys she was re-signed her. back when she was in the Rumble because she had a shirt come out right after that. So. Yeah, and she just wasn't around for a right. while. Uh, so it didn't really think about that as a possibility at all, especially on just a random Raw. Um, it was exciting, though. It was cool like and just surprising. So that's always fun. I do think she will be joining the bloodline because you need to do something to counteract Rhea Ripley and the Judgment Day. Punk, if you love it, that was you know, yeah. who, I, you know who that was. That Perfect was Big time. Gallows sending out nudes. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. And I think this is another way of furthering the storyline with Jay being on Raw. It's like, all right, Judgment Day has Rhea Ripley on Raw. Jay is over there now, so. Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns saying to themselves, what can we do to try to get Jay, you know, back in the bloodline, have a little close, yeah, keep an eye on Jay and what he's doing over there. We currently don't have anything because we don't have the, we we can't get over there right now. And we're going to send Nia Jax over there. So if we are going to just the judgment day against the bloodline at war games somehow, yeah, it makes sense to have, like, we need someone to be able to counter Rhea, and Nia's the best person, and it all fits in the storyline. So, I really enjoy it, and I hope that's the storyline they go with. God, I love when you guys talk so nice about Nia. This is so nice. Well, we, we all like we Nia. We've never been the ones that shit on Nia. Yeah, I know, a lot of people do, though, but no one likes her quite like, I like her. When when she was in NXT, we really enjoyed She had great matches in NXT. When she came to the main roster, she was just a little bit different, and the match quality wasn't as good. The storylines weren't as good, but now you have Triple H primarily overseeing booking, and he was the one doing that originally with Nia. So, I mean, Nia and Rhea Ripley should be awesome. I definitely think it's going to be a triple threat. Like I said, we need someone to take a pinfall. Um, Raquel is basically nothing on the main roster at this point anyway. I mean, the match was fine until, you know, the interference. Yeah. But, triple threat with those three, though. Yeah, that would be, be really awesome. fun. Lot, lot of that talk about big meaty women banging men. And you know I mean? think the the bigger thing is besides Raquel on Raw, you don't really have someone who could step up to Rhea Ripley. She's going to destroy everybody. Well, and you, so at the very least, for like the next month or two, you have a good built-in storyline between no Rhea and Nia. Until right. Becky steps what was the sound you were making? Don't go past that. Was, was you slapping me? Slapping me. Yeah, I thought it was you just slapping That's me. That's what that match is. There's so much respect. Everybody's All looking. Yeah. Interpretation, by the way. Yeah. Who am I? Who am I? But everybody's over here looking at Tiffany Stratton, but I'm over here looking at this fucking triple hey, threat. I got peripheral vision. I can see it all. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're monsters. <laughs> uh, the Bloodline versus Judgment Day versus the OC versus Lash, OC and Lash, not o- versus Lashley. Uh, what? What are you saying? What are you, what are you saying? I, I'm all over the place here. Bloodline, Day Judgment Day, the OC, Lashley. Uh, you did it so poorly. It was so poorly done. No, I didn't. Lashley and Street Profits. So it's, it's, this is like the Sharks versus the Jets, but if there was also like two other gangs involved. The Giraffes. That's what's happening. The Giraffes and the, and the Turtles. That's what's happening. But Gallows and Anderson are being a bunch of bitches. So maybe AJ Styles needs to call on someone like Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso or Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They're being a couple Donald Woods not standing up for their friend. Yeah, seriously. Just fucking running away in the bathroom. I had to take a Duke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you want from me? 
Uh, yeah. yeah we're, is it? Is there going to be like three teams in this war games match? Four teams? Those are four, four teams, buddy. I know, but I'm just saying, like war games is traditionally not four fucking teams. So it's traditionally two, but it's been three before. Yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. Like, are we four. just going to keep adding teams? What are we doing here? Let's are we expanding do it. the playoffs? Honestly, what are we doing? I don't mind it. Unless it's just bloodline against Judgment Day which is what we were talking about in the previous segment, but, like, you have so many other things happening across both shows now. With The the Judgment Day is just involved in fucking everything at this point. And then, by proxy, so is the Bloodline. So what are you going to do with that? Just one Wargames match, and then the OC and Lashley and Street Profits are left out? Yeah, I mean, I think if they do it, it's it's four teams of three is what they would do. Yeah, um, yeah I think it would be pretty damn cool, actually, because I like pretty much everything involved in this. And I agree with BG, like, they're doing something kind of interesting with uh, Gales and Anderson, like they're they're building this uh, tension with them and and AJ. So, and it would make a lot of sense. Like I like Gales and Anderson, but let's be honest, you you want a little bit more star power in this match for the OC if they're going to be part of this. When you look at the three other teams and what they can bring to the table, and Sami Zayn and, and Kevin Owens would be awesome fit. I think I like it. Yikes, I like it. Yikes, I like it. It's fine, it's fine. Uh, Jay, I, I like the stables, man. What can I say? I, yeah. Listen, I'm, I'm a huge what fan of What do we stables. do with Jey Uso and Cody Rhodes, though? Cody has like, no fucking direction well, at all. I, I feel like Cody definitely has no direction right now. Yeah. I mean, Jay's getting acclimated to Raw because he just moved over. But, like, mm-hmm. right. the segment with Cody on Raw is to so get acclimated like, with Rhea, too. Holy shit. Hell yeah. He didn't even... <laughs> that was hysterical. <laughs> it's like, you I'm serious? a fan of you. Priest is a fan of you. Dom is a fan of you. Rhea is a fan of you, for real. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jay. He's yeah, this is, this uh, is all yeah, very, very good. Cody is just kind of, like, floating out there. Like, his segment on Raw was nothing. It's just he beat up Dom and, and JD. Like, I it's guess he's fitting with Bloodline, kind of. Maybe it, maybe he is going to be the one that moves to SmackDown. I think he probably is. It's almost That's like it. that loss at WrestleMania yeah. really fucking, they, you know... <laughs> Didn't do a goddamn thing to his long-term booking, huh? Right? I mean, he's like over. Win, it's more like the win against Brock Lesnar did nothing for his long-term right. booking. That's right. what my concern is. Like, why has he done nothing for a month, almost a month and a half, since beating Brock Lesnar, of all people? Yeah. And they've done nothing to follow that up? That makes no fucking sense. Like, Mike, did they even touch on the trade aspect on Raw? Of Not this week, to my I, I watched right. it back afterwards, so I, I could have missed it, but right. I don't remember them even mentioning it again. Right, so it's like, that should have been a huge thing. It should have been like, kind of like, back in the day where you'd have like people not knowing where they're going to be, and it's like, hey, am I going to be the one that gets traded? And it's because right. of you, Jay, right? Because like Drew McIntyre, like talking shit. I, like, I don't know. I just thought that was a terrible follow-up for what should be an interesting angle. I did like Drew and uh, Xavier That was Woods. awesome. That was Excellent. a great backstage segment to set up a match. It was pretty fucked up on Xavier Woods' part, though. Mm-hmm. Yep. You just mad that my boy won championship around eight thousand people and you won it in front of fucking nobody, loser? <laughs> Honestly, it was cold blooded as shit. I love it though. I like it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like hope it. I hope Drew turns heel. He's definitely. I, he's de- I, listen. I've never seen a segment that showed me the future yeah. of a, of a star more than that moment right there. Right. If LA Knight wins the Rumble, I wouldn't mind Drew being the guy who's champ going into WrestleMania. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, so he can lose. So he can lose. <laughs> that's exactly what would happen. I was, oh, yeah. That's, that's, as soon as you said it, I was just like putting all the math together, and I was like, wait, he loses. <laughs> right. to me. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm but he would win the title. I know, I know. I know. WrestleMania, though. It's all right. It's all right. WrestleMania, 150,000 people. 
Uh, Becky Lynch versus Tiffany Stratton for the NXT Championship. Um, so I guess Becky Lynch just needs like a, you know, you know when they put like a, they put a pitcher in for a couple innings just to keep them warm. It's Becky Lynch against Tiffany Stratton, not on the same level. Tiffany Stratton's like gonna, it. Tiffany Stratton's gonna retain though via some sort of interference. Actually, Tiffany's been very entertaining in her role here. She, yo, she's uh, she's yeah, the she's, she's she's mid mid knee rose. What? No, she's not. That's yeah, stupid. It is. If we're you didn't even like Mandy Rose. She's already better than Mandy in ring. Which was not hard. Mandy Rose was not a good worker. She was good. She was but she was, it's the same character. Good. So you fired somebody and then fucking put them in the same fucking role. She'll be that character. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, so I like this. Why, why do you thought, say they're the same character? It's the same fucking character, buddy. Just, just, just take take yourself out from a super really standpoint. It really is. Not the same character at all. Oh, okay, all right. all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, yeah. You just don't want to say why you think that. So any woman who's attractive and they say that they're attractive in wrestling, that's the same character. She's a heel character using oh, okay. her good looks and her uh, attractiveness as a form of belittling other members of the roster, especially the women she's going up against. Okay. Who am I describing when I said that? Okay, who are you describing when uh, mm-hmm. you're a babyface who's heroic and wants to do right by the okay, fans? You, how, about, how about give me a general? That's uh, it's a baby. Is there a male who's you know? You give me more than that. I gave you uh, several you didn't descriptors really that describe both Tiffany Stratton and Mandy Rose. It's a very they 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 took out Mandy Rose and put that. It's okay to say it, dude. It's just they're just Why? continuing you along did with was the same style. Ricky Starks. Yeah, Ricky Starks is fantastic. I just I think Tiffany Stratton's not that great on the mic, and I think her in ring. I mean, listen, she's got a great moonsault. She's a fucking she's a spot monkey. Sorry, spot monkey. You're right. She is better than Young Bucks. Hundred percent. Um, I'm excited for this. I Becky, obviously, to me, you're biding your time to get to Becky versus Rhea at WrestleMania. I think that's your payoff for for Becky. Um, so you got to do something else in the meantime. And I don't mind her doing something in NXT. I, I like what they've been doing. I'll, I'll th- and we've been saying this for a while. BG and I have at least. Mm-hmm. NXT is very good. NXT to me yeah. has consistently been the best wrestling weekly wrestling show for quite a while. Shawn Michaels, he's fucking cooking down there, baby. He knows what he's doing. Um, and he utilizes these people from the main roster and integrates them into the show very well. As also, he's been doing it for a while. Uh, you know, they did it with New Day last year, where New Day came in, won the titles, mm-hmm. ended up dropping them, I think Becky's going to do something very similar here. I expect her, because there's no way Becky's going to lose this match to Tiffany. So, it's a question of, does she straight up win the title, or is there some kind of shenanigans, fuck finish type of deal? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say fuck she straight finish. up wins the title, uh, and eventually she either drops it back to Tiffany or drops it to whoever they want to put the title on, you know, outside of Tiffany. But I think she's going to have a little run with it. Nah. BJ? I really enjoy what they're doing on NXT overall. I agree with Mike. It's a good show. This is a great way to bring a lot of excitement to NXT. Becky Lynch is one of their top stars. She currently has nothing to do. She's had nothing to do for months because the spew with Trish was pretty terrible. And Tiffany Stratton is someone to look at as potentially the next Trish Stratton. So why not put her in a big spot? And they haven't done that much with Tiffany Stratton as a champion. i kind of been a little bit underwhelmed in her, her reign with her storyline. So I think this is a great way to put her on a very big pedestal moving forward. I definitely see this as more of a pluck finish, but because it's just basically the start of the feud. So I think Becky does eventually win the NXT Championship, so they could say that she's won all those championships. But I can see it happening maybe at Fastlane or No Mercy. 
because they have a pay-per-view coming up. So that would be a good way to sell that show of, hey, we have fucking Becky Lynch. Now you've had a few weeks to develop this feud. Then she can win the championship there. Maybe it even made events. Yeah, that's fine. But I I don't see on NXT TV getting this title change here. This is a fuck finish if yeah. I've ever seen one. I, and we kick a can down to the pay per view. I don't know I if agree. she I don't know if Becky I, ever wins a championship, but I, she's I, absolutely. If she doing, doesn't win it this week, she's gonna win it because again, she's got nothing to do on the main roster right now. So it makes sense to let her do something in NXT, be there for a while. Yeah, I mean, Dolph won the championship, then dropped it back. So mm-hmm. they could definitely do something with that here. She could win a No Mercy in the following week or whatever. I think it's the following week. Then she could drop it to Tiffany Stratton uh, Fastlane. And that's like the one title she hasn't won, too, so it makes sense from that perspective. That's why I think she'll definitely win it. Um, NXT, just in general, they're doing a good job of, like, every week you kind of have something to look forward to. And the ending spot to last week's show with the um, Braun Breaker fucking decapitating Von Wagner. That was awesome. I saw a a video. Listen, I saw a a clip of it, right? And he doesn't even hit him in the head, dude. He doesn't we're even squish. Oh, he doesn't even okay. squish his melon, dude. We're, we're gonna get to yeah. it. Come on. What you saw on television Come and what on. was there for several days was great. Man. Listen, it's a fucking TV show. Man, Listen, what's next? Wasn't huh? Burned alive, buddy. <laughs> Nicki Minaj thought referee, he was really who dead. Sat up like Undertaker and threw a flag. Yep. Did you see Nicki Minaj? Cardi- was like Nicki Cardi B Cardi thought, B. <laughs> thought fucking yeah. Undertaker was legit. I just think dead. they're all the same. Racist. Listen, I don't. I, listen, I admittedly don't spend a lot of time looking at their faces. <laughs> yes. Or the headlights. The what? <laughs> the headlights? I'm looking at the headlights, brother. They on. The head- they on. Sure. Jack. They on. Uh, A W. Uh, Daniel Bryanson, he's out there and he's like, guys, listen, I need to let you know something. Fighting Zack Sabre Jr., number one. I'm like, yeah, boy, that's awesome. But he's like, also, my daughter, I love her. And I was like, oh, I get that. And he's like, I want to spend more time with her. I was like, who doesn't, right? Don't get and he's that. like, I'm going to partially retire in 2024. I was like, say what? Say what? So, um, number one, give the man the book. And number two, don't do the walking away thing. Or he, I guess he could Skype in once a week. You know what I mean? Be like, tell this well, person. Well, he wants to finish his career in WWE, probably. Who can blame him? So no, he does. I mean, listen, he he he's having a great time. He's doing a great thing over here. So not that great of a time. Doesn't want to do it anymore. I mean, it's he's, it's for his daughter. <laughs> no matter where he was, he was he just wants to be with his daughter. You know what Jason I mean? Kelsey, he kept fucking playing football yeah but she, they all because in this contract it says the daughter can be like around and hanging out and shit like that you see it i'm sure that tony khan if he brought his daughters around you think tony khan's gonna do anything i hope not the dude was afraid <laughs> there was a fight like 10 feet from him i think he'll, yo shut up him. dude your bitch ass is afraid the fight was in front of you i had to jump in front of you I to save you from those irish that. guys dude you would have you would have sued so hard dude well, the Irish guys, they didn't even know what fucking planet they were on. <laughs> yeah, and I was about to send them to fucking Uranus I right now, One brother. finger push, they would have been down 20 rows. Yeah, well, I would have lost. Um, <laughs> the more and more I fucking fight in jiu-jitsu, the less and less confidence I have in myself. That's what I'm learning. That's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jade Cargill returned on... Wait, wait, oh. We didn't talk about... Daniel Bryanson. Did you have something? I thought you said you just said a bunch of mean shit. I, this is AEW. I thought you were done. 
Yeah. No, I, uh, BJ, go ahead. We didn't even talk about this. It's kind of big off. news. It's a huge thing that you just fucking dropped out of nowhere to say, especially just in fucking September to say you're probably retire next year. Like, well, he said he's going to have a limited schedule. He doesn't want to deal with the bullshit anymore. I know. It was just bizarre to say it. Um, I'm bizarre. Bizarre. <laughs> uh, speaking of the bar. No, I'm no, thinking. I said, no, I said, <laughs> I, I didn't say no, that. No, I know what he said, but I'm <laughs> saying, he said, like, how we used to say the bar. So, because, like, who would you want his last match to be in AEW? And so I'm looking at the roster. You know, he's wrestled Kenny Omega. It was, it was a, a nice match. As I look it at the roster. Was, it was a nice match. But, Mike, but, Mox. Mike, no. There's someone else in the BCC who would be an even better match. Wheeler Yuta. Cesaro. Wheeler Yuta. Cesaro. Wheeler Yuta. You're right. Put over Wheeler Yuta. The thing is, he's faced most of the guys that you were like, oh, that's, you know, the dream match. Holy shit. Remember when Wheeler Yuta had the blood moment where he became Stone Cold Steve Austin? I remember that live for now, sure. Now, now, let me say something to you. Now what he's going to get, he, Daniel, Daniel Bryan's sitting there and he's fucking crying. Wheeler Yuta looks at him. He's fucking goes to super kick and he says, hey, Dan, I'm sorry. I love you. Boom. Fucking the hips, the history capture man himself. Does Wheeler, Wheeler Yuta do a super kick? <laughs> for, on this one night, do. on this <laughs> one night, brother, he pulls it out for a special occasion. I think Santnam Singh is the dream match. I think Daniel Bryan right versus Sting, double retirement match. Daniel Bryan versus Darby Allen. They don't allow Sting to do singles matches, though, ever. That's smart. That's really? Sweet. He half kills himself in the fucking... Tag team match, yeah. So. yeah, yeah, we're saving yeah, all his bullets. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> unsure, yeah, that he wouldn't be able to get up after that, so he let Darby Allen do all the work I've had. But I'm confused on what you want. I'm glad that he's still here doing shit like that, and if it's the only way I can get it is in tag team matches, then let's do it, dude. When he finally has that goodbye singles match, we'll love it. Mike's got to be crazy. Mike will be still wrestling after Debra retires for a second time. <laughs> My guess with D-Rye is he's going to do a very part-time schedule and work like the big shows. Yeah, he's going to work like, four matches a year. Right, that's what I think he's going to mm-hmm. transition into. Yeah, he's going to try. He's Brock Lesnar. Sure. That's exactly what he's going to be. He's going to become Brock. And you know what? Good. So he's going to break his promise to his kid? Good. Yes. Well, no, he's just going to no, he's gonna say, I have to go get milk and he's cigarettes. He's going to pull a Jason Kelsey. He's, gotta, he's like, i got to go get milk and cigarettes. Boom, he's gone for a weekend. <laughs> Your mom's taking it up. Yeah, I got to, yeah, that's what my dad used to say. I'm going for milk and cigarettes. Boom, a full weekend later, he's back. You know what? They'll probably have him wrestle Nick Wayne in his last match. Probably. No, he'll probably want that because he's from Seattle. No, the problem is Daniel Bryan isn't always right. Daniel Bryanson isn't always right. He should probably, you know, not. Daniel Bryanson. They should not put Nick Wayne over in his final match, but he's from Seattle, Washington, so you know he's gonna. How about, how about uh, Christian being like, hey, Nick Wayne, I, I, I'm really sorry. I watched footage of your dad. He sucks worse than I thought. Number when one. does Christian go after Debray and his family? And ooh, Oh, yeah, his dad's dead. His dad is dead. Is that a dead dad over right, there? <laughs> is that a dead dad over smells there? smells it out. Uh, Edge beat Nick Wayne's dad like on an episode of like Shotgun Saturday Night or some shit back in the day. Yeah, that's <laughs> for real. That's very, very funny. Because it was like Buddy Wayne or something like that. But it is, like Buddy Wayne. It's a guy here. Uh-huh. Uh, and then he, as he's walking away, he's like, tell your mom. I said, hi. 
He's, just, he's a dastardly, dastardly man, and I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Christian's uh, the best thing going in that company. Christian Give me might be drivers. Christian, I'll take Christian. That. And well, yeah. I mean, we gotta wait for Adam Copeland to come in and stop the rain. You know what I mean? Oop. Don't even, don't even let. Chris- he's, he's in the fucking SmackDown intro, brother. We're good. Yeah, yeah, we're good for now, dude. They're like, look, you're in the intro still. Uh, Jade Cargill returns on mm-hmm. Collision and goes after hype. Chris Statlander. And I want this. That was less hype. That was very weird. Yeah. Very when weird. we when she left, we originally said like, come back and go after the other championship. Hundred percent is what she should have. And done. now it's just back in the same thing. We're spinning our wheels, and she's a heel, which yeah. is fucking stupid. And yeah. she got Smart Mark Sterling as her fucking manager again, yeah. still, yeah. which is it's fucking just, stupid. Why? Why, why is having Mark company, Sterling like, the, the, the same fucking thing? Why is because she's a she's a fucking massive superstar who can speak yeah. on her own. She she has outgrown the need for a mouthpiece. Let Roman Reigns it. has and a she's mouthpiece. She's outgrown being a uh, heel, as far as I'm concerned. She should be baby. I'm fi- I'm fine yeah. with this. Welcome back. Welcome no, back. This Welcome is back. She should same fucking thing you months ago. Right, she's been there, done that with the TBS title. She she was fucking all thousand and zero or whatever. Especially, she, why even have her? Sorry, Mike, to cut you off. Like, why oh, even have her drop it in the first place? If she's gonna go fucking regain it. She honestly should have just come back and beat Soraya like immediately. Yeah, that would been good. So, I just That's I think I like, very poorly done here. I think she's gonna beat Chris Statland and get her championship yeah. back. Bring it back with big sucks. baby face. Beat. No, let her have a nice run with the TBS title, and then fucking sure major, pay, major pay major pay per view at the beginning of next year. You have her trade in that championship essentially for a shot of the world title, and boom. That makes that championship look shit, though. Yeah. I mean, it, it already kind of is, right? It's a secondary championship. I mean, literally, they. It's they, gonna make her look like shit that she had that win, and now she's gonna drop it back. I mean, you can just tell yourself it's secondary championship. Why is she going after that one? When she's a huge star. Because Statlander... Brady did all she needed to do for that Because Statlander took it from her. She's pissed, bud. She's pissed. Sorry to tell you, she's pissed. I don't know. I I think her being away for that long, that was your chance to do a full reset and for her to come back not having anything to do with that title or with Chris Statlander. I'll say this, Tommy. The only thing I'll accept then is if she wins this and beats Saray for that championship, unifies them. Or Or just holds both of them like fucking Roman Reigns. Okay. And I don't that, I'll accept that. I'll, I'm, I'm with that. And, and she has like a 3,000-day reign. Okay, you know, the I'll, last part, maybe not, but yeah. She could just lose the secondary championship like and keep the world title. But I mean, fine. 3,000 days, we'll start there. Um, a Grand Slam World Title Eliminator Tournament, Samoa Joe versus Roderick Strong. Roderick Strong wrestling and then putting the neck brace on after every match <laughs> is fucking hilarious, and I love it. Uh <laughs> Tomorrow on Dynamite. Is, are, is this where we get Kyle O'Reilly back? Is he ready Isn't to do that? Kyle O'Reilly like, super fucked up? Yeah, I mean, I mean, he was fucked up for a while there, but I couldn't help but feel like he was like making progress, and then everybody went radio silent. So I don't know. But uh, I just got the feeling like no we're we're looking for like a way to get. I, you know, I really feel like this is obviously set for Samoa Joe against MJF. And right, I think Joe probably Roddy like, against. Adam Cole, maybe not. Yeah, they already started the Joe versus MJF feud, so. Yeah. Him pushing him like a flashback to. (laughs) They really do reward you if you care enough to, like, pay attention. Yeah, if you pay attention to NXT. I mean, it was literally. Who didn't? Yeah, it was more of an internet meme than it was actually anybody watching NXT at the time. Sure. So it's from NXT. Well, we saw it happen. Didn't know who MJF was at the time. Not even a little bit. We just thought it was really (laughs) funny that he shoved that guy. 
<laughs> We're like, we covered the whole NXT run, didn't we? Hey, Donnie, I got an email from Ticketmaster for 300-level seats at Arthur Ashe next week. They're giving you buy one, get one free for $20. And this is from what? Ticketmaster? Now, why yeah. would they do that? I'm doing the hand thing, VG. You want to go, Donnie? Uh, to what? Do, do, do I want to fight you? I didn't say that. You said you, you want to go. go. I'm just confused. I'll go to the show. Buy one, go for free. 20 bucks. Um, no, I don't have the money right now, unfortunately. Okay. But uh, I am going to go to the Flyers pre You're the ticket master selling those tickets for 20 bucks. Yeah. It's not good. That's turning. What's the, what's the StubHub rate on them? Is it really can that concern? Probably about? not better than fucking ten dollars. <laughs> I mean, I literally got. I'm getting six dollars flyers. It is. Flyers it's tickets. like uh, it's like a hundred and fifty dollars for like one hundred level seats. So I'm debating that. I'm debating if I really want to go there for that. Uh, Probably not. I'm gonna tell you right now. Probably not. I, like, I would get the, the cheapest tickets. Kenny Omega and no, I'm not sitting at fucking. Yeah, what do they even got going on this show? Well, it's for, as usual, Mike. The card fucking blows. Right. Wow, okay. Yeah, is, this, is this what Samojo. we're doing here? Is this what we're doing here? MJ Smojo is awesome. MJ Smojo is awesome. Go ahead. Right. That's great. And then what else we got on the show? Daniel though? Bryan versus fucking Zack Sabre Jr.? No, that's a wrestle that's dream. That's a wrestle dream, man. Oh. Pay attention, buddy. Yeah. Soraya versus the late the girl who just won the U.S. Open. I'm going to get her involved with this. Coco Golf versus Soraya? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Brother, yeah. Coco Golf don't know what AEW was. She was busy holding up her WWE championship. So she didn't know what that was either. So that was the best part Arthur of Arthur Ashe, uh, as of five days ago for uh, Grand Slam at Arthur Ashe Stadium, 5,800 tickets distributed. How many does it hold? They're set up for 12,000. Okay. Last year they had a lot. More than that. Sold at this time? Sold like a week beforehand? Probably, yeah. So how many, how many, how many weeks is it until the show next week? September 20th. Yeah, a week. Hmm. You don't have any data There's a domestic issue with this company, I'll tell you that. There's a domestic issue? As in, there's <laughs> no interest domestically. <laughs> I mean, there's no interest. I disagree with that. Okay, last, last year we had Mox against Debry. Mm-hmm. Main event. Um, okay, last Pac time... Pack and Orange Cassidy was a good match. Jericho against Claudio, good match. Um... Then they take Rampage with it, and I think, yeah, you had Ricky. That was the show with Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs in the main event. We got nothing this week. Well, I don't they know. Setting up a lot of matches. There's been a they're build for stuff. I'd listen. What are they doing? Down? You know what the problem what is? I gotta be totally honest with you. It has to be like this special thing, and so it's like you're losing track of stuff. Right, every week there's something like that's a branded show or something like you you just can't keep up. No, you can. The problem is the consistency with the storytelling is a major issue in the women's division, in the men's division, in all divisions. But it's, you know what sucks though? Right, whatever Tony's happened, like Tony's like, oh, it, this was brought up to him uh, after All Out, where you know like AEW people who were like fans who were like trying to downplay the issues with the company and everything. They're like, oh, this was the greatest pay per view I've ever seen. It was a fucking mid pay per view, obviously, and he's like. The pay-per-views are so great that basically I don't care about the build. Mm. He, he essentially said that. Yeah. that that's I a mean, horrible point of view to have. I mean, listen, if you like Tony. just the wrestling point, oh, if you like just wrestling in the ring, that's what's most important to you. You know, you're getting what you're asking for. 
But by and large, you're not gonna you're not gonna grow your audience with that perspective. I well, I'm not. I mean, you're gonna grow your niche audience with that perspective, but your your niche audience is gonna stay the same. Donnie, there's just no continuity. What's going on with the real world championship? Um, I think I think Phil took it home. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> uh, so basically, the first time they were at Arthur Ashe, nineteen thousand. Second time, 13,000. This year, with a week until the show, they don't even have 6,000. That's what I thought. I thought it was almost 20th last time. Okay. Interesting. I don't even well, care. Punk I don't at that even first care show? about the build. No, I don't think so. You don't care about the build? I don't care. No, I I, I only do what I'm told, and I don't care about the build. <laughs> so Fucking good? next year, it's just going to be solo shot. It ain't going to be Grand Slam. Is that a tennis trip? Yeah, no. CM Punk was on that show. The home run joke. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, I mean, we, I, li- I like the WWE AEW mix. You know, it's fun. It's yeah, a little, it's a little good. fun little thing there. Now we don't have to worry about talking about wrestling anymore. Yeah, I hate wrestling. Oh, we're gonna talk about some wrestling. Oh, sorry. You can hear more from Ring Rust Radio at Patreon.com/slash Ring Rust Radio. You can hear the every version of our podcast. Get early access to our retro reviews, such as Roadhouse, right, Donnie? Good movie. And the Snackdown Snackage. You can hear that right now instead of waiting until next week. You can hear us determine the best childhood snack of all time. And somehow, we still have two spots available for Sunday in our WrestleMania 40 suite. <laughs> Email ringwrestleradio at yahoo.com. What are we, AEW? <laughs> it's not a buy one, get one, though. Uh, but email ringwrestleradio at yahoo.com if you're interested in more details. And just pray that we get this fucking suite. Uh, finally, what? join us October. Yeah, we, we have to pray at this point to get the suite. Uh, join us October 3rd, our next Patreon special. We're going to have a draft. We're going to build the best bag of Halloween candy. Oh, my God. Imagine, I got a rock. Imagine you send someone $1,000-ish. Donnie's going to take wax lips in the first round. You send him $1,000. You send him almost $1,000, and then you hear that person on the radio say, we better hope. Let's hope. Well, yeah. <laughs> we don't have it yet. <laughs> That's you know what? Let's say that's the kind of confidence we instill on this show. We're looking to make wax lips. Um, yeah, Halloween candy wise, I'm not. I I know this is gonna sound shocking. I'm not the biggest fan of candy. I'm not a much of a. I'm not a huge candy guy. I'm a, I'm a huge guy, but not a, not a huge candy guy. You only know, like Starburst. Uh, I Starburst is Starburst fine. Yeah, Starburst is fine. I like Skittles. I like Skittles more than Starburst. Pink. That that's flavor of Star- Starburst. Pink. Uh yellow. Pink. You're a fucking monster. I swear to God. <laughs> I like lemon. I like I've lemon. Never, I have never ever heard somebody say yellow. I like lemon. Flavor. It's I am I'm, I'm a I'm a it's fan pink, of lemon. It's red and then you can just go fucking piss on the yellow <laughs> You're just so you're just so jealous of me, dude. It's wild. Hey, it's like wild to see you. Buddy. Yep. Yeah, Unbelievable. It's, it's wild. It really is wild to see how fucking big of monsters hey, you guys are. Hey, if you want some more fighting, go listen to Dirty Buses right now. Scoop, scoop, per sauce. There's a feeling that it's interesting to know. Dirty Busters. If there's something strange in the latest report, who are you going to call? Dirty Busters! If it's an egregious lie and anonymous is sourced, who are you gonna call? Dirty Busters! Uh, 
I ain't afraid of no lies. I ain't printing a retraction. Dirty Busters! My guys, I'm a Dirty Busters, mine. Um, ready for some fucking lies? Yeah, let's do it. Alright. It's from Wrestling Observer Newsletter. LA Knight is getting pushed per our eyes. Yeah, I was going to say, I, uh, is this <laughs> a, really a report? The Wrestling Observer Newsletter noted that LA Knight is set to get, and I quote, a mega push. Oh. It's, it's all one word, by the way. Megapush. Um, in WWE. The company realizes what kind of strong reaction it gets from fans, and they are not going to let that go. Well, that's a relief. Here's oh, they realize it? Yeah. Also, are you sure? Because sometimes they often do. <laughs> sometimes they do let it go. Uh-huh. Let it go. Uh, LA Knight is expected to get a mega push going forward, given that the ratings for his segments and his merchandise sales have both been very strong. The crowd reaction alone would help you, but in many cases, if WWE thinks it's a fad and there isn't economic indications, they only take crowd reactions to a certain level. But with Knight, the success is across the board. PW Insider also reported the company is renegotiating his deal for as long as another five years. Wow. Okay. So I have witnessed on the show lately, he won a Battle Royal at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He beat The Miz, who's like their gatekeeper type guy for up-and-coming stars, and he's fucking interacting with John Cena. So yeah, you know what? I think he's getting pushed. I think he's getting pushed, yeah. 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 That's a push if I ever seen one. I, you know what? I hope I think so. he's on the ascent. I hope so. He's going to get the mega push. Wouldn't a mega push, wouldn't a mega push like mean beating Roman? Yeah. Yeah. He's not, he's not getting a mega push. Winning a world title, probably. Uh, so from Inside News, noted businessman Brock Lesnar makes sure his contracts are in writing. <laughs> what? Need to be told this. I'm calling my accountant right now, guys. This is wild. A report is going around that mail this morning. Um, yes. Okay. Yes, I did, but it's not included in here. Yeah, because it sucked. Just like no. the Smarks. No, but one of them was like a video. So you want me to play it? You can mention it though. Okay. Uh, a report is going around about Brock Lesnar's contract status. It was stated that Brock Lesnar and WWE are under a verbal deal. I did not see such a report going around, but Ringside News felt the need to address it. Ringside News reached out to inquire about this new report about Brock Lesnar's contract status. We were told that this is not the truth at all. A tenured <laughs> source within the company confirmed to us that, and I quote, Brock Lesnar has no verbal agreements. His contract with WWE is in writing. That should hopefully oh. clear things up. How else would contracts be done? I didn't need to be cleared up. <laughs> I'm confused. Brock doesn't strike me as the type of guy who's not getting his fucking money in writing. I swear to God. He wants some blood. He, he, stri- <laughs> he strikes me as the kind of guy who's got an accountant who, like, also kind of looks like him. Like a small version of him, but he's, like, jacked and shit. And he's, like, negotiations are very intense. No? Okay. <laughs> He doesn't strike. I figured it's like Paul Heyman. No, yeah. Oh, okay. That's fair, too. Uh, that's from Ringside News. Edge is in the new SmackDown intro. Hope you don't want to know why. Oh, I, I mean, you, you said it like oh. it meant something. I mean, so you, maybe because he was drafted to the brand? Maybe. Ringside News reached out to ask about what exactly was the deal with Edge. What's the deal What's with Edge? What's the deal with Edge, <laughs> 
that was a big surprise, and it caused a number of rumors to start churning within the WWE fan base. We are able to confirm that Edge reappearing in the SmackDown show was not a sign that WWE thinks they have Edge coming back. It is also not an instance of, and I quote, one hand not knowing what the other is doing either. Oh, okay. Donnie, you get that problem with them. That's why, yeah, I sit on my hand and jerk off. Exactly. I don't know what it's doing down there. Oh, here, I'm so bad to shoot. This situation is interesting because it might have been intentional. WWE loves generating buzz around a subject, and that seems to be the case once again. A tenured source within the WWE team told us that WWE tried to, and I quote, get water cooler talk going about Edge. Also, the development of fan conspiracy theories was an added bonus. Okay. What an antiquated phrase to use in the wrestling (laughs) Water cooler talk, yeah. (laughs) I, I, I like it. What they're essentially suggesting here is that Edge, who might be on his way out, they put him in the intro to get people talking about this guy who's going to be leaving the company. Mm-hmm. WWE would not do such a thing. I mean, that's not true. They do weird shit like that all the time, dude. They, they promoted fucking Dean Ambrose till the day he, like, all the fucking S.H.I.E.L.D. shit they did. They did a bunch right, of Because well, they like knew that. he was leaving, so they're, like, getting the money out of it. There's no money out of putting Edge in the intro of SmackDown. I mean, he's a he literally helped make SmackDown one of the biggest the, the, a major brands. So, yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you add him to the, to the video? I'm just saying, their suggestion is that they're trying to get people talking about Edge, which if they didn't think... I mean, they still have back, an offer for the guy. Also, why would they want people talking about Edge? Because they still have an offer for him out there. They, still, he, they okay. know his draw. Okay. Yeah, I think you're being a little bit of a prick with this one. Well, I'll just say this. If he wasn't in the intro, no one would notice. But now people, now he's in there. Now people do notice. Now they're talking about it. Around water the water cooler. cooler. Oh, that's what yeah. they wanted. Mm-hmm. Around the water cooler, dude. Now it looks strategy. like he ate you. You do. Me? Um, <laughs> Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Guys, it's time to play! Yes! That! Morale! CM Punk leaving AEW edition. Ooh. Mm, that's, that's a tricky a, one. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Any guesses? Um, so the question is what their feelings were like? What's the feel, general feeling within AEW with CM Punk leaving? Mixed. Mixed. Oh. <laughs> oh, I said it first. Fuck you. I said it first. Okay, uh, I'll change mine. Okay. Some are happy. Some are not. Good. Smart. I, I think we had basically that exact wording last week, though. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, this is the dirt sheets. It's true. CM Punk is no longer with AEW, and there are reports of an improvement in locker room morale. Ooh. The Wrestling Observer Newsletter noted that while a few AEW talents close to CM Punk expressed their disappointment, at least three of their unnamed wrestlers were also very upset about certain things. However, many others within AEW have mentioned a better backstage atmosphere. Here's the quote. At least three others that we know of were very upset by things. While not saying anything publicly, obviously Brody King would have been one of his biggest supporters since he was so frustrated in London when the backstage backstage incident with Jack Perry went down. Many others talked about the backstage atmosphere as if a dark cloud had been lifted over their heads and how much fun it was on the weekend show. So the Young Bucks told Dave this. Got it. (laughs) But, But there's the dichotomy of a fun backstage and increased morale in the company doing business in this case. Live advances for tickets were generally lower, even for the collision shows where Punk was advertised. In theory, Saturday night shows should draw more than Wednesday as far as ticket sales, and those shows had been doing mixed numbers, but most cities going forward were not strong. So he's like, the morale's Wait. great, business fucking sucks. Yeah, yeah seriously, that's literally what I just said. 
Makes no sense. Everybody's happier backstage, but also CM Punk's he, a draw. He, he tried to, like, coddle that news a bit, but still yeah. couldn't. Because There's the dichotomy of a fun backstage and increased morale and the company doing business in this case. Right. And then he goes to say how bad the business is. Um, it, It's so funny, Dave, though. Like, last week he's like, oh, I was so kind to CM Punk. Mm-hmm. And he was doing more than lunging, if you know what I mean. <laughs> mm. Um. And now he's just like, he just reports whatever fucking the Young Bucks side of things tells him. Because he's so fucking far up their asses at this point. Like, he's not hes not a reporter. No. He's a sick fan. Can I dive in here about something? No, he's a hes a blogger, Mike. Honestly, he's mm. hes the guy, you know, the, the South Park with the guy who's like behind his keyboard and we all like, yeah. some people put you? WWE stuff on him and put, some <laughs> say it's me and AEW. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's... Dave may be muscular outside, but inside that's his soul. He's that guy. He's just bitter. Like if if he had a journal, if he had an ounce of journalistic integrity, he wouldn't do most of the shit that he does on a weekly basis. Well, speaking of, because they put up uh, one of their observer clips on YouTube. Oh, and you you fucking you Let's took all it. the time to watch it, didn't you? Yep, forty seconds in. Uh, Mel says that he knew when Danielson signed his contract that it would be his last contract. He even says that Danielson may have told him this. Conveniently never said anything until after Danielson's promo. Why did he say Danielson may have told him? Like, he forgot? He's not sure basically, if he told him? He, yeah, he's not sure if he did or didn't, basically. But um, he's like, oh, I think he, told, he may have told me this. Also. If he had that information, he would have said it immediately. Right. Without question. Or not because he's uh, maybe under the table a little bit. Oh, he gets under that table, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you mean that? Is that That's what you mean? not what I meant. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I was confused. I was confused, so I thought it, and it was like a little quiet, so I figured a little sound effect. Fucked up family, up. the Jackson too. I'm sorry? You made a Michael Jackson joke out of this? This is taking some turns. I'm here for the ride, but even I'm like, where the fuck are we going? You know. I'm I'm confused for sure. Go ahead. Uh, That's from Wrestling Observer Newsletter. AEW is not talking about Jade Cargill returning to TV. That's unbelievable. (laughs) Uh, Jade Cargill returned on Collision on Saturday, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was posted on... Friday. Oh, okay. the day before she came back. The Wrestling Observer Newsletter provided a bit of an update on Jade Cargill's current situation with AEW. No, they didn't, by the way. So this is Wrestling Observer. This is Dave. Yes. One day before Jade Cargill returns. It was noted that at this time there was no talk about when Jade Cargill's AEW hiatus, hiatus will end. Here's the quote. There's been no talk of late regarding if or when Cargill would return to wrestle here. So that's bullshit. So that was I think there was, there was definitely hours. talk. It had to have been talk. She came back. Were they, was it sign language maybe? No, 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 no. no. You know what, Tony woke up. Oh. He read this report. Obviously, he got his morning newsletter that Dave hand delivers to him every single day. <laughs> he woke up to it and Dave's outside like, he some coffee mail's here, boy. You know what happened, <laughs> Thanks, guys? Dave. This, is, this is on us. This is, wait, hold on. This is on us? Yeah, this is on us. There's no talk of late regarding if or when Cargo will return to wrestle. Uh, She just returned. She didn't wrestle. We have no idea when she's going to wrestle. So she might not wrestle ever again. No talk. She just, hey, we're going to have you come back. We're not going to talk about when the match will be. So we're we're the idiots. We're the idiots. Yep. Got it. Duh. Duh. Uh, Riff for the coup de gras. Yeah, please. Don't stop me. 
It's from Bodyslam.net. Hold up, hold up. Is this a, is this a source we've used before? Uh, they were like one of the ones to report that Debry was going to to AEW. Remember? Mm-hmm. But I'll, since then, they've shit their pants on multiple occasions, including like being at the forefront of Saudi Arabia buying WWE. Oh, okay, okay. So the, the guy's got some sauces, but you know, not they're not all. He had one one time three years ago. That's what all we know. And you said he right. shits all over. That was a good one. Yes. Okay, I call uh, it. The, the Rod bits. Breaker worked BodySlam.net like Beth Phoenix worked Donald Wood. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Many backstage at NXT this week were concerned for the health of Von Wagner. Wow. At the end of NXT, Braun Breaker positioned Von Wagner on the steel steps, steps, taking the other half and bringing to to crashing down on Wagner's skull. (laughs) Easy on all those words together (laughs) like that. Yeah. Uh, This segment stunned many viewers, and Wagner was stretchered out of the ringside area and was handled tenderly. (laughs) (laughs) that's a good one many fans immediately believe this to be a work but that may not be the case (laughs) he's like against every notion in my body that this guy's getting written off tv and we're doing it with a head injury that we blacked out i'm gonna just jump to conclusions He's Several Bodyslam.net spoke to who were in attendance for the taping and our regular attendees of NXT noted to us that there was panic caused by the spot as the MTs and other agent and other agents seemed exceptionally worried about Acting! the spot. Acting! <laughs> the same people also noted that when the steps came down, they directly made contact with the back of Von Wagner's head and neck. For reference, the part of the steps used in the segment weighs around 150 pounds. Whoa, Thanks. wow. Another source that works backstage in NXT Weekly noted to us that there was a general panic after Braun hit him in the head accidentally. It was stressed to us that the black screen was planned, but it appeared to be a blessing in disguise for Von Wagner as the blow was not shown on television. We were told aspects went wrong and Wagner ended up being split open by the shot, which is obviously, obviously not a part of the plan. Yes, so obvious. (laughs) Despite this panic, the backstage team were able to get the stretcher to ringside to attend to the stricken Von Wagner. While all this was going on, a visibly shaken Shawn Michaels came out, continuing the angle with Breaker, taking attention away from the obviously hurt Von Wagner. We should be saying words like obvious here when it's obvious you don't fucking know what you're talking about. Yo, I, first off, one of the, don't, don't say it in journalism. You don't have to use that word, but it's fine. It's Shawn fine. Michaels, baby! What a... Yeah, Shawn Michaels incredible. lost his smile when Von Wagner got his dome <laughs> smashed like a grape. Got it. Uh, and by the way... The reason we know this is all that bullshit. That was an exciting article. I, I mean, can an I say something? Angle. That was not written as a news article. That was written as like yeah, a, syn- like a, a, recap. a yeah, recap synopsis. That was like, it was pathetic. Is what give it was. Me, no, I, I enjoyed the shit out of it, honestly. Uh, there was an alternate angle of this spot put out there. And by the way, people who fucking understand wrestling didn't have to see this alternate angle mm-hmm. to know. Like mm-hmm. this, this type of spot's been done many times. Right. Uh, and they show the alternate angle, and Braun Breaker perfectly slams the steps down. The one part of the step hits the other step, and it does not touch Von Wagner's head at all. Not but even a little when bit. You, but it when you take the other angle of it, business. it looks fucking brutal, and it looks awesome. Yeah. Come on, guys. Chill out. This is pathetic. Don't ruin it for me. Guys. Sorry, BG. This guy got legit Beth Phoenix. <laughs> Santa is real. <laughs> 
Like we, yeah, that's 100% verified. Uh, but seriously, he got Beth Phoenix. This guy legitimately, yep. through the through his sources like and his eyes, believed like Mike Chiari with Beth Phoenix no. all those years ago. No, no, no. That Von Wagner's head was. And BJ was like, I hope it's broke. And I'm like, what's your problem? <laughs> what's your problem, dude? They thought his head was squashed like a fucking grape. Yeah, that's weird. That's so weird. But also, kudos to. Uh, Kudos to Kayfabe, because you're not dead yet for some of these fucking J-Brones. Holy shit, dude. I can't believe someone legitimately watched that and was like, they really hurt him. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, it was awesome. Like, Brown Breaker looked like a total fucking psycho badass. Like, everything they could have ever wanted to come out of it, it did. And we're, oh, it was real. Are you kidding no, me? I think he messed it up. I think he squished his head. Dude would be in fucking jail if it was real. <laughs> oh my god. I don't think he meant to be cut on his head. <laughs> I don't think they meant to, you know, make it look like he was bleeding when the spot was a fucking stare. You couldn't even see the cut. Head. Like, they put it below bandages. Right. Like... <laughs> They knew it was going to look bloody. How did you... But not that How much. did you get worked by this? That's my thing. Sometimes when you're like, you know, he like he had a concussion in that match, and you're like, oh, you know, you look back, and you're like, okay, I could see maybe, like, he's just running on empty here. Like, Undertaker against fucking Brock. Where you're like, oh, dude, this looks like shook. And then there's other times where you're like, this is a stretcher job. He must be going on vacation this for two weeks. This is a planned weeks. spot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... Like Mike, I know you had a, you've always had kind of trouble with this, but I mean, even you had to have seen this right. coming, right? <laughs> that was wild. For real though, that's and who was this again? Bodyslam.net. And this and this guy said D. Brown was going to AEW. He also said Saudi Arabia bought WWE. He also said Von Wagner's head exploded, and he, they're pretty sure that fucking he's almost dead. He also said Charlotte and Andrade broke up, and then, like, the next week, they were, like, posting themselves together on vacation. Just together, or was it, like... Like, married, on vacation, having a great time, like fucking... Yeah, there we go, that's the last one, that's what yeah. I want to see on the grand. All of it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, BJ, how we do? Mike, how we do? Ooh, ah! I saw it on the gram! My head! I guess finish the standings time, Mike. Don. Uh, in last place, 10 you're, you're, hold on, hold 20. On. Just like you know when I'm shaking my tits and doing all that shit, I know when you're in first place. I can hear it with a little shitty smug attitude in your voice. So, Mike's still in first place. I know that. Well, thing is, I'm always in first place, so... Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, in last place, 10 with negative 20, Jim Del Chapo. I hate you so much. Noted Blippy fan, Jim Del Chapo. Yeah, did you know that he dressed up like Blippy for his birthday and made his kids follow him around? Yep, sure did. That's wild. In ninth with negative ten, Alex Pandolfi. By the way, Jim Del Chapo, we learned that showing up after the draft and taking whoever was not drafted, not a great strategy for (laughs) having a good season. Well, I mean, he also drafts like an asshole, so I mean, you know, who's to blame in this situation? (laughs) In eighth with negative five, Stephanie Kordick. Whatever. Uh, tie for six with five, Reggie Gill and Donald Wood. Yeah. Oh man, I'm gonna get. Uh, he's gonna eat me. He's gonna eat me out. He's gonna eat you out. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm home. Sucks for him. 
In fifth was 25, George Cruz. Wow, that's a lot of points for George. Yeah, I, I, res- I respect him. I don't. In fourth was wow. 40. <laughs> in fourth was 40, BG. That's respectable. Yeah, sure. Yeah, if you're if in, you're a loser. In third with 50, Derek Lee. In second with 60, Skeener. Yeah, I could tell. I could tell as soon as you walked in the door what the price was. And in first was 70. It's big, You always put a little extra on the stuff you do for yourself. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I know you, you'll cheat. You'll lie. You'll cheat. You're like the Eddie Guerrero hey, without talent of fantasy. If, hey, if you ever if you ever win or anything, you start hyping yourself up. <laughs> I beat you this week in fantasy baseball. Oh, you know, like how I was already fucking locked in the second place. I was also I was for yeah, your life. I was yeah. I was already locked in the playoffs as for well. Sure, that was a, sure. that was bragging rights. And guess what, baby boy? You know, you know, I got that with, victory. Uh, your, your, your oh, you think I'm worried about the guy I'm beating? Yo, hold on. Who am I, yeah, BJ? Sure. Who, BJ, who am I? Oh, I'm not worried about the guy I'm beating nine one, right? That was two days later. He's sitting on the fucking mat. Worried. He's still sitting on the mat looking up at the lights while I stand over him. Worry about this, motherfucker. See you in the still playoffs, baby boy. I beat you in fantasy football, Tommy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Dobbins, man. God damn it. No, you didn't have Dobbins. Yes, That's I did. Dope. Yes, really? I did. That's who I <laughs> fucking started at, at running back this week. Yeah, he had Mike Williams. He had Deontay Oh, you Johnson. already dropped him. You're damn right. I walked as soon as I, I woke up this morning and was like, drop his ass. Didn't you only draft him to try to like get back at Reggie? Uh, that's well, pretty that, awesome. That was definitely yeah. part of it. Yeah. No, but I genuinely <laughs> really, really like J.K. Dobbins. I thought it was a good plan this year. You have Mark. An- you have Mark Andrews who didn't play. Nope. Alvin Kamara didn't play. Didn't need to. Didn't, didn't need him. Um, <laughs> guys, alright, email's time. Ring us radio at yahoo.com. Shortest lead printer, what we're talking about, what we're talking about, Mike? This is from Joey Johnny Mundo, Dundo. Subject, Nigel McGinnis Magic Show. Hmm. Okay. Hey, boys. <laughs> this past Tuesday night, after I finished coaching at football practice, I saw there was a Nigel is McGinnis. Is that a humble break? That, that was definitely a break. He I always was coaching at football practice. I saw there was a Nigel McGinnis spoken word slash magic show a few towns over. It was about 90 minutes outside of Chicago at a small venue. Colt Cabana was also there in attendance. So I'd, fair to say, Phil Brooks was not there, probably. No, right? no, 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 no. <laughs> Needless to say, the show was a fantastic mix of Nigel's story, wrestling fandom, brittle Brian Danielson jokes, and amazing mm-hmm. magic tricks slash mind work. His girlfriend slash assistant walked around and introduced herself to every fan in attendance before the show kicked off. Ooh. I myself was involved in a quote-unquote trick. Are you saying it wasn't real? Where mm-hmm. Nigel guessed that an obscure match that really got me back into wrestling, uh, into being a fan, was Jeff Hardy versus Umaga for the IC title. How did he guess that? that? Uh, at the post-show meet-and-greet, Nigel came off, came off as super personable and appreciative. I have a Tasher photo and his 8x10 below. I saw Liter- Literally, fucking Joey Mundo had a fucking shirt on of Jeff Hardy versus Umaga, and he's like... <laughs> That's the trick. He's just like, ah, oh, let me guess, you're a fucking mark. You're a fucking dirty, dirty mark, and you a match you love is a dumbass one on your chest. Look at you. I'm Tommy, magic. Remember when you, 
Remember when you got Nigel fired for being late to his meeting with Vince at WrestleMania 34? Hey, man, I really appreciate you. <laughs> no, no, I said, I, no, I did say, I, pre- I really did God, say I appreciate him. I definitely said I appreciate him. Then I think I made a, a really weird reference to a match I loved from Ring of Honor from, like, 2007. Jeff Hardy vs. Umaga. He's like, thanks, mate. Gonna be late. Yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, I do remember wrestling Brian Danielson in that one gym. Yes. I oh, think he that, wasn't going to be late at all, yeah. and he just wanted to stop talking. Is that mustard stains <laughs> on your shirt, mate? It is. It is. It is. Uh. Uh, also, let, real, real to... quick, real quick. Let me tell you the first trick as someone who loves magic. This line is telling. His girlfriend assistant walked around and introduced herself to every fan in attendance before the show kicked off. Because she is <laughs> intel. Because yeah. she is a spy, dude. That's why. <laughs> She's like, what's your favorite? She's like, what's your zip code? Um, man, that's great to meet you. Thank you so much coming out for the show. What was your maid, mother's maiden name? Oh, that's great to hear. It's exactly what um, was the the guy on Sci-Fi back in the day like would be like he can tell you your future. Oh yeah. What was the name? Uh, John Edwards. John Edwards. John Edwards. Yeah. Same thing. Fucking weird. Except this, it's this dude's doing wrestling matches and shit, so it's a little. Different. I love magic. This is awesome to hear. Yeah. If anyone is able to attend any wrestler spoken word shows, McFoley does a bunch. I highly recommend it. Any fun stories of smaller spoken word comedy or magic shows you've attended? Keep up the good, uh, the great work and ring rust. Ring rust. Your friend Joey Dundo, and the end. That's the end of the email. <laughs> nah, it says P.S. Tyler is the best. <laughs> Hell yeah, Dundo. You know. That's okay. That's what it is. Yeah, the, most, <laughs> the truth comes out when you're drunk. I've always said that. Um. So, I, I, I've never gone to a spoken word show. So, is this just wrestling related or just in general? He said smaller spoken word comedy or magic shows you've attended. Okay, so I, I've been to a few comedy clubs over the years and had some really, really awesome times. From a comedy show perspective, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite things is the awkwardness when someone the joke who's getting joked on starts to turn on the comedian and the comedian mm-hmm. has two choices they're either like i'm gonna avoid this or i'm gonna go <laughs> in on this person it's almost always i'm going in on this person and mm-hmm. i watched a woman physically throw her drink at a comedian and be <laughs> removed and that was fantastic and i love what the fuck you expecting going to a comedy show just don't even get me started people who go there fucking so mad are just the worst <laughs> kind of people that's like it's like we're going, I'm going to SeaWorld, but I hate I hate aquatic animals. Um, <laughs> uh, but I love I love magic. I truly do. Um, and I think I love magic so much because I had that Fox show that told me how they did shit that one time. Yeah, and he's yeah, like, awesome. y'all want to know the secrets? I was like, I didn't know. Remember they did one for them. wrestling before? Yeah, of course. Um, but we I, should do that I for a retro. The wrestling, like secrets of wrestling. Yeah, that would be, cool. that would be pretty fun. Tommy, do you watch Penn and Teller? Uh, I, I do I watch the show that they do? Yeah, for us. I have seen it once Dude, or twice, but I don't wa- I don't watch TV very often, and so I I don't like it. It's, it's not my bag. But it's I do love that kind show. of shit. I, I, and I, even when some my wife likes like America's Got Talent and shows like that. So uh-huh. when magic people come on, I'll she walk through the room. Shin-Lin? I'll walk through the room. You know what I mean? Did she show you Shinlin? Shin, is that the Asian guy? Yeah, the car. No, that's uh, he's guy. from uh, Shinlin <laughs> from, from from Burbank, California. My name is Shinlin, <laughs> huh? Linebacker. I'm uh, yeah, uh, Notre Dame. The Ohio State University. 
Okay, I, I meant, like, okay, yeah. Like, this is, like, the fucking best magician I've ever seen. No, nah, I'm not going to say okay. that. I, he wasn't my... Like, yo, his card that. tricks? First off, he's fooled Penn and Teller, like, three times. No one's done that. Well, Penn and Teller are fantastic, so I love that. Yeah. But... The main thing I remember of Penn and Teller is fucking before the uh, Buccaneers and Raiders Super Bowl, where <laughs> Tampa fucking blew him out. It's a game. <laughs> he, like, they put, like, the MVP and the score into, like, an envelope or whatever beforehand and afterwards like they showed it and it's like holy shit it's like 45 to 5 to 17 and dexter jackson is the mvp it's like oh, how did wow. they know that it's they totally didn't, they didn't know that. what there's a hole in the bottom of the envelope mike you're never gonna <laughs> believe it brother. uh but yeah there you go anybody else um i've never been to a magic show although i'm not against it probably pretty cool mm-hmm. um do that in philly don't let him cut your wife in half. Well, maybe, <laughs> may, maybe, or you. maybe. Uh, <laughs> cut my uh, wife I, in I half. Went, it's not that kind of show, dude. Do it anyway. I went to the Mick Foley uh, one of his shows several years ago. Oh, did um, he just bitch the whole time? Probably like ten years ago. No, it was actually really fun. Like him just telling his stories of, from his career and stuff, and it, it was entertaining. And you get to meet him afterwards, and he was real nice. So, I mean, I, I, what's that? Didn't they air that on WWE Network? They had yes, they aired one, I think. Gotcha, um, gotcha. I assume he does some different shit every time, but it, it was it was definitely entertaining. Like if I would love to go an Undertaker one. If he's yeah. going to Philly, that'd be cool to go to. That would be cool. Um and I also like comedy shows. I went to see uh one of my favorite comedians, Brian Regan, quite a few years ago. Great show. I saw George Carlin when I was Really? Yeah, I was 18 for my 18th birthday. First time my... he ever mentioned it, PG. Yeah, no, no. Hey, you can ask my mom. This was this was from my mom, which uh, this is kudos to her. When I when I turned 18, she would definitely she's not going anywhere near WrestleMania, but you'll oh, definitely no, I'm not saying, hang out. I'm just saying if we were in Philly, you definitely. My mom and dad are definitely going to be around. Absolutely, oh. will be around. Cool. They uh no the, the for my 18th I birthday I got George it. Carlin. Yeah, I mean, they, they a bunch of the fans already met my mom and dad at the Philly show we did. So, mm-hmm. they were very fucking... My dad shut the show down because he was tired of it. <laughs> that's that's very... <laughs> I'm that's 100% true. Both of them for how their son turned out. They should apologize to us, Mike. Nah. Yeah. They, they will not, and they will take your apology and be like, you're, you know, you're telling us? Why are you telling us? We know. We know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, yeah, I saw George Carl. I saw the Tower Theater when I was 18. He died awesome. a couple years later, so... That's a shame. That was very fun. Yeah, I mean, he was old, so it was okay. Um, so, anything else? Anything else there? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Next one. Next email comes from Colin McKenna Omega. Mm-mm. That's not a good one. Yep. Yes, it is. That's not a good one. McKenna, McKenna Omega. Omega. Nah. Subject is <laughs> Boys, it's been many... Many years, it's refreshing to hear that the show has barely changed in the 10 plus years since I started listening, even though I do miss TNA what the fuck moments. I just wanted to pop in and say, what's up? Let you know, you'll be hearing from me a lot more going forward. P.S. I really want to like AEW, but I just don't. What am I missing? (laughs) So much. The the world, brother. Honestly, it's not not just you. Um, the, the, uh, you're truly, missing the storylines. Former transcriber, former Kevin Cobb jersey owner. Thanks, Donnie. <laughs> you got it, you got it, brother. 2017 Triple R Fantasy Football Champ, Colin McKenna. Diane, I almost got hyped because he could have sent it to you, but it's former. 
Yeah. It's been a long uh, time since we heard from Colin McKenna. Well, I, I still have, honestly, I still have his text message number, so I, I, I text messaged him in this time, but I think he just was surprised every time I messaged him because he's like, I don't listen to the show anymore. I was it's like, nice that because, like, our, our fans but, uh, are starting to hate us, so we're getting, like, the ones that used to like us coming back, so we're just replenishing. It's cyclical. It's like life. Yeah. It's just cyclical. Except then for they remember why they left and hate us. No, they come no. back and they're like, they forgot, you know, they they didn't realize how good they had it. That's that, how exactly. I look at it. Yeah, I'm that's sure how, that's what it is. That's yep. what it is. I'll keep saying that till the day I die, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, man, my phone went black. I can't uh, do it. Uh, hang on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't miss watching TNA, but I do miss TNA What the Fuck Moments. And I'll say this. I'm not going to watch it live because it's on during Thursday Night Football, but I intend to record an episode of Impact and watch it. Yeah, because it's Impact 1000 this week, and I want to see what kind of shit. Oh, they're gonna aren't Dudley supposed to be on it? Yes, I want to see that. Uh, I, I'll, I'll watch the gif of it. I'm back on the train I'm of watching. I'm actually gonna watch it. I bet it'll be better than AEW. Well, here's Not the, than anything, Colin. Here's Do you the, think they're gonna have like AJ Styles and Christian people like that send like a uh, little video? Video? If yeah, they can, I don't ask anybody who's a big name. Of course, who doesn't? Mm-hmm. We'll see. From the bottom Tony's of my heart. Tony's going to be a crybaby bitch, so he might not do anything, but I'm sure WWE will do it. <laughs> Is uh, that what happened last time? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore. He's just looking. You just got, you're just the king of vendettas. You're just such a whiny little fucking... Me? I, my email's not working. BJ? Next email comes from Alexander Rusev Contreras, subject to his buffet. I hey. thought that, at first I thought it was about Jimmy Buffett, RIP. RIP, Jimmy Buffett. I read this as a buffet. Mm-hmm. I also read it as Buffett. Like, I thought it, this was about Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, yo. This weekend I was at the buffet. Killing it. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Man. This this email, though, is... I do listen. I, I read this one ahead of time. I, I read this twice. Bro, I, this, I love this, it because it's so random. I'm like, okay. He's yeah. very, this is very funny, too. I appreciate his personality. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. This weekend I was at the buffet, killing it. Hell yeah. I finished one plate, two plates, three plates, four plates. Needless to say, Diabetes! got my money's worth. <laughs> it gave me a draft idea, build your own buffet. A little BG insert that's been added to the dock. We're definitely going to do that. Yes, honestly, that would be. This like was a-, a brilliant idea. It's disgusting that Donnie didn't even think Chocolate of Chocolate fountain. Well, what about, what about, like, is it a breakfast buffet, too? Is salad bar involved? We'll we, have to, we have to come up with out. the rules. The rest we'll of we, we have to the pick the... We're going to do this, and we're going to bring Alex on for the draft. Yeah, I, okay, I agree with that. Pick any foods up to four lines. Anyways, that was just an idea. My question is, what do you think of buffets? What's your favorite? Do you have any favorite buffet memories? When I was a kid, my uncle took me to a buffet, kind of like Golden Corral. I ate my food, then served myself one too many ice cream cones. I was getting up to go to the bathroom, but I couldn't hold it in, and I was puked on a baby. BG Pop. BG Pop. He's like, puke it up, babies. Woo! <laughs> well, lucky for me, I missed. I was so embarrassed, I ran to the restroom. The baby's family was school, and so it was fine. <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah, let me tell you, hold on. For the record, dude, <laughs> just I hate to burst your bubble. It was not fine. This fucking That's fine. This big you know, fat kid shoving ice cream down his gullet almost threw up on the kid. Like that ain't fine, brother. Get the fuck away. These babies me. out here fucking puking on other people. They fucking understand. Thanks for reading my email. They literally sorry, no, sorry. do not it's understand. It's not really wrestling. Bring Russ. Bring Russ. Um, I'll go first. 
The best buffet. No, no, hold on, real, real quick, real quick. Genuinely, I had a lot of fun reading this email. This is good. Yeah, this, this is great. This is definitely a drunk email. This is at least a uh, food coma email. Yeah, there's, so, there's, there's something behind this. Yeah, uh, the best buffets I've been to are the Brazilian buffets. Oh my god! You have like oh, yeah. meat on meat yeah, on. the red like, light, the, green light the kind. The red green card. Yeah, yeah boy. We got one down the street. Fucking incredible, dude! Yeah. Amazing, and the food is fucking awesome. Yeah, I love good cooked, well cooked red meat. I know they're like, oh, it's bad for your belly. Guess what, dude, pussy? We're gone. Everything's bad for you. Meat onto your plate. I know. It's not like fucking awesome. That's how my wife feels. Um, oh, yeah. So, uh, I'll go, okay, what do I think about phase? Tipping's not necessary. That's number one. <laughs> I, me, was hoping we I did that. think that this was like a troll at Let first. me get, let like, me get right to that. Tipping is 100% necessary. You do not tip at a buffet. I did all the work. Hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> if you're talking Brazilian buffet, were they bringing you the meat? Oh, no, uh, that, tip, no, 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 no. You tip, no, no, you tip, I tip at a the, normal level. I tip I tip at, I, 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 I tip at I, what is what is that called? Fogo de Show? What? Fogo what? de Show. I think that's the name. The one, the Brazilian uh, steakhouse near us is called Fogo de, Fogo de Show. If they want to. How would we know that? Oh, I don't know because maybe they're they're national. I don't even know. No, all, all, all I know is that if they want to sponsor us, I'll accept <laughs> free meat. If we're talking, if we're talking a buffet, <laughs> a typical buffet, which is the person brings you your drink. No, that's not typical buffet. I go get my own drink at the typical buffets. Most uh, buffets, no, no. Usually they give you like if they bring water and stuff. They ask you if you want like Coca Cola or something like that. No, right. not, no. Right. I take no, no. This there is important. Are, this conversation. Are, old, 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 old country buffet. You had to get your own. Yeah, old country What's buffet. The, no, the Shady Nook, the one in Lancaster that we always go to, and the the Chinese buffet that we go to. All the drinks that are start used to every Chinese drinks. buffet I've ever been to, they bring your drink to you. Yeah, so the same. You, Most did, of them, they tip? bring you your drink, and they take your plates away, so they clear yeah, your Yeah, okay. That's that so... You do not tip them at the same level you would tip a normal waiter or waitress, but you it is absolutely common courtesy, and you're absolutely a piece of shit if you don't leave, leave at least a few bucks. No. What about the Pizza Hut buffet, Donnie? Are you tipping at the Pizza Hut buffet? I haven't been to a Pizza Hut buffet in... Ever? Yeah, if I, if I have, it's if... been a long time. You're I'm a piece of shit. But you understand what it is. I mean, yeah. Listen, if I if I have to go get if I have no here here's my rule here's my rule. I'll take I'll go out here here I'll take my five I'll take my five bucks I'll walk it back to the kitchen I'll be like here you guys split this because you did the work I got my own plate I got my own food I cleaned my own hands I got my own drink. That's such a brutal way to look at things. These people are making minimum wage. Nah, I'm not gonna give you two dollars. Yeah, here's a here's a fucking tip. Here, you want a tip? Go to college, you fucking mutant. Wow, that's fucked up. You barely got through. <laughs> yeah, DCC wasn't just my fucking report card, brother. Anyways, uh, on sort of buffets, <laughs> Chinese buffets typically are great. Yeah. Um, although I've noticed, like, <laughs> the older I get, like, I cannot fucking eat, like. Three, four plates at a Chinese no, yeah, like no. whatever. Oh no! Like I want to, like I want to be dead after like one and a half plates, basically. <laughs> yep. Um, but they they are good, and I used to like Old Country Buffet as like the go-to like regular buffet. They the, but the one near me is gone now. Yeah, so I, I think it's it's dead. Yeah. Uh, but there's one in for me in Lancaster called the Shady Nook, and it's the world's it's claims like one of the world's largest buffets. 
Mike, it's hmm. incredible. Is it bigger than like a Golden tip? Corral? Yeah, uh, Mike, it's literally t- it's two. They, there's so many people who go to it that there's actually they split it in half, so there's two of them. And dude, there's cooking stations in each one with certain. Dude, look it up. Look up Shady Maple Lancaster, BJ. Look, you'll love it. Shady um, Maple. Shady Maple. I have a buffet story. Go. Yeah, I have one too, actually. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Well, you can go first. Free, go first. Happy birthday meal, Donnie. Dude, let, don't you guess what I'm going to be Coming October seventeenth? Don't worry. I'm. I'm. That's <laughs> why I'm taking off. We're going to Lancaster. Uh, here, this is true. I don't know if okay. you ever saw um, Cheech and Chong. But he's, he does, like, a funny magic trick in the movie where he's like, I could turn this biscuit into a fruit. And he fucking takes a, a biscuit in his hand, he puts a napkin around it, he spins around. Then he puts, it looks like a dick, and he fucking hands, hangs it out of his pants and says, ain't that a peach? Right? It's very funny. It's a dick joke. We enjoy that. So uh, we're we're at Old Country Buffet a couple of years back. It's, it's the morning after a rough night. We're all kind of hungover. I lean back in my chair, grab a biscuit, turn it into a dick, and I say, ain't that a peach? And I'm looking at my friends, but as I turn, I realize that this is happening. That they weren't there. It was all a dream. That this is happening mid-shift you know, mid change. So at this moment, there are eight to ten Old Country Buffet employees staring directly at me as I wag this fucking ta- this napkin dick around. And I'm like, oh fuck! So, so they're all they, like, every one of them, Mike, not one of them laughed. They just all dead stared at me and then turned away like, you're pathetic, dude. It That's was, the proper reaction. It was so cold blooded because it was all old people. I gotta be honest, this food looks terrible. Oh, for real? <laughs> Are yeah, you shitting awful. me, dude? Man, you were wrong, wrong, wrong. Uh, I have an old country buffet story also. So this had to be maybe a year before the pandemic in that area because the pandemic's what killed the old country buffet. Oh yeah, big time. Um, R.I.P. Well, so it was probably a year before this. Was there with Heather and her daughter, and we're just you know having a good old time eating food that's gonna kill me, mm-hmm. just as much as you want. And all of a sudden, there's this huge fucking like commotion going on. Oh. And there's, like, just fucking shouting. There's, like, a huge group of people just, like, hauling out. It's like a fucking fight on a football field or something. It's like, what is going on? Just yelling at each other, yelling expletives at each other, just fucking flipping out. That Everybody's, like, gotten up for the receipts, and they're trying to go see what's going on. And they're, like, yelling at each other out into the parking lot. There's, like, this fucking alteration going. Like, <laughs> no idea what's going on. So I try to get information because, you know, what else do I have? You're, you're a reporter. He's a reporter on the ground. Exactly. So it was like this lady who was in a wheelchair. I think it's like, but I think it was like one of those ladies that doesn't really like need a wheelchair for medical purposes, if you know what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, she's just, she's just skirting the system and scooting around. Right. And she was accusing some person's child of saying something to her about being in a wheelchair. And like, I don't know, make it a joke or some shit. I don't know. So she was like fucking yelling at the the mother and like, we almost got a full-blown just fucking all-out fist fight in the middle of Old Country Buffet. And so I, like, on set, and I'm like, guess we're not coming here anymore. Why? And I would I never, be like, are we... And, and I, I would, never won again. We would be... Why? We should... You guys should... Twice? Yeah. No, well, like, fuck that. It should. Twice. Here's the thing. And that was the beginning of the end. I would I would have looked they at my family and been like... They fucking died. No. Yeah. I would have like, you guys want to come back here again now? I'd be like, hell yeah! It was like the first time I had been to Old Country Buffet, probably in at least a few years, and then, you know, was if, it? 
Let me tell I you, so, I, I want to get, yeah, I want to get this out right ahead of time. Like we, we, we are going to go to a, a buffet. I don't care where it is. We'll do it. <laughs> the truth is, if you get between me and my fucking sirloin when I'm in my wheelchair, I will fucking kill you. <laughs> We're not going to a buffet. For yeah. the record, I will be using if, one of those. If we go to a buffet together, I can tell you what's going to happen. The person's going to bring us our drinks and be like, oh, thank you. I'm going to take care of you later. And then he's going to leave. As I'm, no, but as I'm leaving, I'm going to turn around and just give out the two fingers of the eye thing to you, Mike. Like, you got me? You got me covered here? You got the tip? Yeah, yeah. That's how you Uber, guys. For the record, that's how you Uber. Um, I hope that helped you with your question. <laughs> Did you guys have a buffet called Ponderosa near you? Yeah, of course. We had Ponderosas. Okay. Well, that's still, like, not around either anymore. No. Do you remember, like, when you were a kid going there and they would bring around this fucking purple velvet bag and you'd reach in and get, like, a prize? Yeah, I actually do. Um, that I mean, that man was a pervert, and he didn't even work yeah, there. Probably. Um, he's like, you reach in the sack. The the you reach bag. in that sack, and you give it a good tug, boy. No, no, not that. Oh, not that toy. Not that toy. He's like, am I being molested? Uh, we had a place called Ground Round near me when I was a kid. Uh, I've heard of it. I never uh, had one near me, though. There was Simpsons people in it. Like, it had Marge and Homer and fucking Bart, like, huge ones. Like, we would take pictures with them and shit. It was really cool. Well, now this is making me hungry. I think it's time to go. Yeah. All right, guys. Any song? I'm going out on Bray Wyatt again. I'm still down. There you it go. It still does not feel real. still feels so, so sad. Uh, all right, guys. Well, God bless America. We'll see you back here uh, next week. Well, I just watched his match today. And Chai has begged for him to change. Can't believe my eyes. Bow down to Bray. He'll be in the Hall of Fame. At this pace, I love Bray Wyatt. Embrace the limelight Your spider walk Scares everyone I love Bray Wyatt I love Bray Wyatt BG says He's not ready to main event WrestleMania. Now take a big step back and really watch his match. He's got a Ferrari motor in a big Mack truck. Hello, Bray Wyatt. He's like Beyonce. Your spider-walk, it scares everyone. I love Bray Wyatt. Your work on the mic is great. The fans love what you do in the ring. I love Bray Wyatt. 
Hello, Brewer. 